It's just funny every morning. It's consistently good. I'll drink to that. It's the Heidi and Frank Show. Now. Hmm. On 95.5 KLOS. Show. You can always text the program. Before we uh, give you all those uh, stories, we were talking about uh, mm. buying a home and mm-hmm. how hard it's been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the stress is not selling your home, Heidi. The stress is buying the home because you have to come up with way more money. You got to do the song and the dance, whatever the person's asking for. Yeah. Selling a home is easy. Buying the home is what's hard. So, uh, a lot of people are finding it difficult. First-time home buyers, but you know, 40, 50, 40, 50 homes, but in 20 different offers, different homes, and always getting beat out by somebody. Yeah. And uh, I was asking you, you know, what, what did you have to do? What hoop did you have to jump through? Make sure you got that home. And 626 checked in, says, my neighbors went to sell their home last November so they could get a larger home in the same town. They had seven offers in one hour. The highest offer was $250,000 over asking, with six months rent back free. All cash as well. So they get to stay there for six months until they can find this bigger home of theirs. They ended up not selling because they didn't get the home that they were trying to get and felt pressure to sell. I'm like, wait, what? Well, wait. We well, guess... have some sort of paperwork that is like, well, no, this I mean, is they, a done deal. They were the house that they wanted to move to that they liked, but they needed to sell their own home was taken by somebody else. Like, they didn't have the cash. They needed the cash to go get that house, and they had lost that house. Like, oh, we don't want to lose this one now. Even though it was an excellent $250,000 over asking, figure it out. Didn't take the deal. Wow. Uh, Let's see. Six, five, seven says, they built an entire neighborhood on Indian grounds here in Huntington Beach. Oh, hell no. Maybe you got to divulge that when you're selling the place. Uh, more people saying, yes, everyone knew the answer was bats. That was the simplest one I've ever heard. Oh, talking about a little giant yeah. throwing pot that hey. was the only flying mammal, a bat. Yeah, a lot of people didn't know it. Stumped a lot of people around here. I think that's why Johnny picked the question, because he didn't know it. Mm-hmm. Well, Johnny stumped him. But I, I said, well, even if you want a house so bad and you're willing to go over asking and drop all the contingencies, you know, why, and it seems like a great house. Why are they moving? Mm-hmm. It might be the neighbors. And you never really go back at night to see, is there a neighbor who's got a kid who's got a drum set right next to your master bedroom, yeah. and he's up there just doing his practices? Yeah. And you're like, all right, I understand why they want to move now, but maybe you should go back around and do a couple drive, drive-bys at night or different times of day during rush hour to see if Google Maps is sending people to your neighborhood. Because it's the shortcut. Yeah, talk to the other people on that street Mm -hmm. and say, you know, we were thinking about, you know, we're looking at this house and do you guys like it here? How long have you been here? Would you get, would you be honest? Um, I mean, because right now the market is going so crazy and this young couple is going to put over asking on the house. It only can increase the value of your home comps in the area. So you're going to try to talk them out of moving in? Hell no. You're like, oh, really? Yeah, this place kind of sucks, but you're going to pay this much for it? Sure, take it. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, you got to be careful about bad neighbors. I mean, I think that's more important than anything else that the house amenities already have. I mean, you can always change that inside of the house, you know, save up, put in a new kitchen, maybe knock that's down true. a wall, you know, fix up the backyard. It's going to be your forever home, maybe, but it might be forever neighbors, too. And that's way more important than what you already have in the backyard. 
So, yeah, a guy in Reddit claims he messed with his neighbors by changing his two Wi-Fi names to shut your effing dog up or, or <laughs> and or I will call the cops. So those are his two <laughs> Wi-Fi passwords. Well, talk or, about passive aggressive. Uh, Whoa. Yeah. That's Because I guess when you get on to sign in, you see everyone's in the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Oh. So if you have a bad neighbor story, give us a call, 818-955-2955. I saw this. I mean, I can't imagine what I would do, but there was a, a woman, I think it was in Canada. Yeah, uh, outdoor outdoor weddings can be difficult to pull off, thanks to, you know, you have no idea what the weather's going to be, so you're kind of counting on to be nice. Right. And uh, sometimes neighborhoods, the neighborhood Karens. A couple is going viral on TikTok after people posted footage from their outdoor wedding ceremony in Canada earlier this month. Now, throughout the clip, you can hear the sound of someone mowing their lawn. And they even showed the woman at the end of the clip. She's across the street loudly and awkwardly mowing a portion of her lawn with a weed eater. The person okay. who posted the clip said she did it on purpose. Of course. She said there wasn't any known beef ahead of time. But when they approached her and asked her to wait a bit, she was not kind and yelled at them. And most of the comments in the video slammed the woman, saying that it was unnecessary and inconsiderate and that she deserves some retribution. But others defended her, saying that she has... She was on her own property. Oh, please. And that she didn't agree to posting a wedding in the neighborhood. So it's just something you have to deal with when you don't book your own venue. So who's uh, in the wrong or right here? Listen, there's... Bad neighbor stories. 818-955-2955. You look and go, okay, that's obviously somebody's maybe most important day of their whole life. I, you know, I don't need to weed whack right now. Yeah, but Heidi, I mean, if you're going to have... Here's rule number one, people. If you're going to have a party in your neighborhood, you invite all the neighbors, even the yep. ones you don't like. That way, they got the invite. They're probably not going to come anyway. And then if they do stop by, great. They're going to stop by. They don't know anybody. They stop by for a little bit to show face, maybe bring mm-hmm. over a pie. And then they take off. But they wanted the invite. They had a wedding across the street. She wasn't invited. She's like, well, I guess, you know, wedding schmetting. I, I knew nothing about it. It's my grass cutting day. I'm not saying she's not an ass, but you're an ass for not inviting her. I mean, you're having I'm not an outdoor inviting wedding. people to my wedding that are that I don't. You're even having know. an outdoor wedding in the neighborhood. You don't have a venue. It's in the yard. Anything right. that happens in your neighborhood, so my kid can't go out there in the street and play, you know, hockey right now with their sticks, because you got mm. a wedding going on. Mm. Maybe you had invited us. I'd dress the kids up. We'd come over. Right. Had a little chicken or fish, but no. Didn't want to invite us, huh? We're not good enough for your wedding. <laughs> oh my god! What? I can't hear you. <sighs> so who's inconsiderate? Eight one eight nine five five two ninety five five. How are you still going with the woman cutting the grass yes. instead of the woman who didn't invite her? Yeah, no. So inconsiderate. Everyone's having fun out in the yard. If Old somebody looked Karen at the, over there didn't get in. We're just doing a, a quick thing. If you could like just wait 15 minutes, we're just doing the I'd wait segment. if I was over there. I wouldn't be here because I'd be over there. But now i got nothing to do, and I'm kind of bored. My grass needs cut, so get off my lawn. Mm. Were other neighbors invited? Do we know that? If anybody else was I have no idea about that part of the story. Okay. I imagine mm-hmm. probably. So who's in the probably wrong here, Johnny? Uh, I think the bride is because a, a good neighbor would probably leave a note saying, hey, I, listen, I got a p- couple people get coming over. I'm getting married. Just wanted to give you a heads up. Yeah, even if, if there's it's going to be parking on the street. Like, yeah. if people parked in front of this woman's yard? Yeah. Don't call the police. Come, Come over and talk to me. And Like, I've had neighbors do that before. They, they mm-hmm. leave a note. Hey, we're going to have a little party. If it's going to run late, we just want to let you know. Yeah. Don't, you know. If you, have if you any, hear music, it's us partying. Exactly. And, and we're just the let Kinsenieta. us know. 
And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. so I think I think that definitely the the, the bride probably should have done something. We know it's not the Fourth of July, but it's a quinceanera, so relax. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. When you're booking a venue, I mean, that's a whole process. You can't just think that. All the neighbors are going to be fine with her having a big wedding there. I mean, it is true. It's like it is risky. Like even when people are doing, um, and when I go and do vo- voiceovers and looping and stuff, a lot of times if, if I know, right? <laughs> yeah, but if, Julia Roberts. Yeah. Oh yes, that's right. But a lot of times um, <laughs> you have to reloop something because if you're shooting a scene outside, you can't control everything. You can control some stuff, but if you're shooting this, there's this, this actually happened. There was a. A man and woman, it was like a romantic kissing scene outside. And apparently when they were filming, a helicopter went by. And it was just like one of those noisy days where it's like, we got to get out of here. We got to get this done. Time is money. So they left. They did the scene, but they had to redo like the kissing because there was a helicopter sound. Ooh. So I was brought in and that was like one of the first times I've ever done it. And you have to watch the screen and then you have to mimic what you're seeing. So it's like... And it's so embarrassing. Wow. But a lot of times, like when you're doing stuff outside, you're at you're at the mercy of nature. So whose side are you on now? You're on the bride side earlier. So yeah. Well, are you saying mowing's going to happen? So get over it. I will say this. I think the the mowing is the lady's still rude, but but when you are you are taking a chance when you're doing something outside. You just are. Somebody says, no, Frank, this is not grade school. You don't have to invite everybody. Right. You're not inviting the entire neighborhood. You're inviting your street or your cul-de-sac. If it's going to be like that, you have to invite, you know, so many houses down. Like if music's going to carry and there's going to be parking in front of their house, you must invite them. You don't invite everybody in the neighborhood. Or I mean, come on. I'm not ridiculous. Mm. You get this them. This is just like, you don't want the yeah. cops to show up. Yeah. And you want to have, and they might not even go. Yeah. But Get them a nice little gift and leave it on their their porch. You know, like yeah, and then light like it little... on fire. They went outside, stop them, they get crap all over their feet. Uh, I wasn't that's what thinking you do that, for but I was thinking yes, maybe like a little of bottle of champagne or something like that. Hey, we we're celebrating. We just wanted, you know, you could celebrate. Hope, for, hopefully, for you. we're not too noisy, but yeah, please exactly. be. See, see, so now you're with me now. <laughs> Never. <laughs> you, yeah, you are. You're not arguing <laughs> the bride's point. You're arguing yeah. the, the lady's point. She should have been. Well, you want to invite the entire. You want. She should have been treated with more respect. Party. She was right yes. across the street. This woman lived across the street. That's know, why you can hear think, it. She's a bitch, and I know that. I say she's not a bitch, but you got to so invite not, that bitch because you know she's a bitch. <laughs> you invite that bitch because she knows she's going to cause problems. I don't want that bitch in my house. It's an outdoor wedding. Problem causing problems at my she wedding. She can go home and pee in her own bathroom. She's not going to pee at your house. All right. Anyway, we got some stories coming in from people. Let's see. Eight one eight nine five five two ninety five five. Bad neighbors. We have Bob on line four. Hello, Bob. Oh yeah. So we had a neighbor. Uh, we're we're in a townhome, and our walls is a, is a joining wall, and our beds were basically up against each other. Um, and the neighbors uh, they would have some pretty loud, rough sex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, normally we. But uh, we didn't like them. They were they were snooty people from uh, from the Bay Area, and they would always bring it up. No, oh, from the Bay Area, it's so much better than it is in Orange County. Well, well I don't and, have uh, to be friends with them, but I want to use their their vocals to help to, to oh, help me no, get no, where you, I'm going. Absolutely, no, no I, I get you. But they, they, you know, there's some people that just bug the crap out of you. Yep, so yep. Uh, they, they had a daughter that was learning how to read, and uh, you know, getting on the internet. So we changed our Wi-Fi name to We Hear You Effing. 
so great. And it broadcast so basically through the whole neighborhood, and everyone would always ask, like, whose Wi-Fi is that? And we would actually crank, my wife and I would actually crank up porn sometimes really loud. Just to, you know, because you could never make your wife squeal, so you had to go on board and actually get some sounds of real sex. Well, I mean, you and I have a pretty good idea together. Is your your wife a breath holder? Like when she has sex during sex, she she makes zero sound because she's holding her breath. You're like, huh? Come on, honey, make one noise. The lady next door's going crazy. Because I had a friend like that. We lived like in the same house, and and his girlfriend was a breath holder, and I had a girlfriend who was loud. And so he would always basically, when we were doing it, he would make love to his girl because he always wanted somebody who was loud. So he'd listen yeah. to my girl while he's doing his girl. You, no. never, did that? you never did that with your wife. Listen to but them and do your it. wife. No, yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, I bet I'm not gonna lie. You I'm not gonna dog. Lie. Yeah, you doggy. Well, yeah. right. Do you want to go see Primus this Friday? Oh, uh, I can't. I can't go this week. Right. I can't go. I'm right. sorry. Thanks a lot, Rob. Okay. Uh, Donald, his neighbors threaten his parents. Ron thinks the neighbor is right, meaning the, the neighbor was cutting the grass. Jimmy, his neighbor closes parking lots. What? Motor gun Billy threw dog poop at his neighbor. Oh. And Bradley has neighbors adopted a dog that barks loudly. Oh, yeah. So who you want to go to? Motor gun, Billy? Well, I'm curious. Sure. Threw dog poop at his neighbor. Why did he do that? Hello, Motor Gun Billy. What's up, guys? I'm the drummer of Motor Gun Hotel. Oh, yeah. If you remember, we're still, I think we're still number one on Should I Stay or Should I Go right now. Nice. Right. Hooray! <laughs> so, anyway, um, I had this neighbor, passive-aggressive guy. He, uh... Just always, I don't know, I just never liked this guy. And he's always out there. He's the type of guy that he doesn't own the place, but he, you think, you think that he does own the place. He's out there doing the, the lawn, and he's always doing something to the building. So anyway, one day, I have this Australian Shepherd. <clears throat> My dog would, uh, I would just open the front door. He was super, uh, you know, very well trained. He would go all the way down the stairs to the spot on the grass where I showed him to go, and, and he would go to the bathroom and come back. And I, didn't, I never had to worry about him. So uh, one day I came home and there was a pile of dog crap on right in front of my door, you know? So I'm like, okay, this is pretty weird. So I, uh, are you guys still there? Yeah. I'm with, yeah. The, I'm with the neighbor on this one. <laughs> <laughs> you basically let the dog go and he was trained to go to the spot and poop and then come back, but you never cleaned up his poop. So they're like, Hey, Hey buddy, come out here with your dog and pick it up. Yeah. Not, not exactly. So what was happening, I would, I would go clean that part up. That was behind my apartment. So what he, what he was doing every once in a while. So I found the dog poo, the neck, and I'm like, what is this? And I come back a couple, few days later, there's more dog poo in front of my door. Now I'm getting pissed. Mm-hmm. So I come to find out, I'm looking around like, who, I even yelled out, who's putting dog poo in front of my door? You know, it was, it was aggravating. I had no idea why this guy was doing it. So what was happening is my dog was going to his lawn, and this guy had the manicured lawn in the neighborhood, and he was pooping on his lawn. And this dude... Dude, and, and I'm thinking, how would you know it's my dog? I guess if you look at dog poo, you can, like, open it up, and you, there's little hairs that match yeah. the dog. And that's how he found out who it was. <laughs> yeah. And so this guy comes over, and, and so now I'm, I finally put it together that it was him. And for the third and final time, I'm running up the stairs because I was late to do something, and I stepped in the poo and went running in my house oh. and just trapped it all oh. in my own house. Oh. And I'm like, dude, that's it. So I look downstairs, and it's the guy. And and he's watering his lawn. I go, did you effing just do this? Did you put this in front of my door? He's like, well, your dog, Billy, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know what? I ran I ran up to the guy as fast as I could and just 
threw the poo right in his face. Oh! Just, oh I, I cannot believe I picked it up with my bare hand and it just went all across so his face. Oh my god! And you just That's horrible. There. I gotta hang on. Yeah, it was feces. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> so he thinks this guy broke open his do- that dog turd to find out to find the hairs inside to match it to the proper dog in the building. <laughs> Little paw in order. <laughs> oh, man. You got to be careful with uh, whenever there's poo involved because the consequences of that could be disastrous. <laughs> yeah. Really good. Oh, yeah. Yesterday, we did a little uh, unpopular opinions. Uh, this just came out. What's the worst milkshake flavor at Chick-fil-A? According to one ranking, it's strawberry. Apparently, it's too sweet. Maybe so. Mm. I mean, it might be an unpopular opinion for the strawberry shake lovers. But I did uh, get to read the text after the show. Uh, after hours, text came in. Uh, 909 says, I did the math. My kid cost me a yacht. A big one. Talking about kids being overrated. Going back and seeing how much money they spend on their child, they could have a, a large yacht. Oh, my Lord. Uh, 818 says, have Bruce Jingles perform Heidi and Chris's vowel renewal at Morongo. Since uh, Bruce Jingles is the comedian we had on the show yesterday, got his uh, ordained minister license to be able to do yeah. such things. I think that'd be great. But don't forget, tomorrow, uh, Thursday night, he's going to be recording his Netflix special at uh, the Ontario Improv. Oh, so yeah. head out there and uh, support Bruce. He's a good guy. Uh, also, unpopular opinion from the 323, people who call themselves uh, fur mom and fur dad on Mother's and Father's Day, you are a pet owner. You want the title, have a child. Mm-hmm. I don't say fur mom, I just say mom. Uh, 714, show is worse without Eric. Mm. Well, if that was the case, his new show would be listenable, wouldn't it? <laughs> Hmm. Uh, another 714 weak people can't go home to an empty house hmm. this could be in a marriage and like oh, oh. you want to go up to an empty house you want to die alone well, it's like yeah weak people can't go home to an empty house 562 Michael Jordan is not the greatest basketball player of all time Magic Johnson is oh someone's talking with his unpopular opinions 951 Johnny is a decent and funny guy yep no one believed that yeah. mm-hmm. 714 I don't believe Everything happens for a reason. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. sometimes that's you give it the happens. reason after it happened. Hmm. It didn't happen for that reason. You're just giving, you're putting a label on it. Like nothing, nothing in life is good or bad until you put the label on it. And that's the label that you stuck on it. Well, uh, that's not, not true. the ex- absolutely true. A little a, a seven month old baby dies of brain cancer. I have to put a label on that before it's bad. Well, didn't live with brain cancer. You know what I'm saying? No. Could have been worse. Hmm. Hmm. That's what I'm saying. The label you put on how you decide to look at something, whether it be yeah. half full or half empty, you're putting the half empty label on it. That's true. So. Fill her up. Nothing's neither good or bad until you label it. Hmm. So, hmm. lesson in life. All right. Uh, also. Don't forget, the Red Cross always needs blood. There is a blood drought at the Red Cross. So the largest media blood drive in the country, the 41st annual KLS blood drive, is a go, and the Red Cross is facing an extreme need for it. Two days only, August 5th and 6th, at over a dozen SoCal locations, and all donors 
That book an appointment online, you're going to receive that limited edition 41st annual KLOS Blood Drive t-shirt. So please book an appointment now before all slots are filled up. Go to redcrossblood.org and search KLOS to find the location nearest you. It's Get to some traffic. We come back. We're going to cross the streams. So, what have you been watching on all the streaming networks? It's worth watching. What have you been binging? What did you watch and wasted your time on? Help us out. There's too much to choose from, so we do this as a public service. We're crossing streams with you next. 818 955 2955. We're Hadi and Frank.